0: it's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page love and tradition of the grand design some people say it's even harder to find well then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls, cause all I see is a tower of dreams, real love bursting out of every seam, days go by, the bigger love of the fan.
1: All right, welcome to Family Chatters. That was the new theme song. It's the Family Matters theme song. Now the Family Chatters theme song. It is a cover of the original Family Matters theme song by a Mr. Julian Morena, a good friend and a uh, a musician too, which is why he he's plays doing music. That. He th- yes, that was him. Uh, he I don't think he plays live shows. I don't think he does other '90s. Sitcom themes, but I think he's going to start playing this one live now because why not? Sure. If you're interested, folks at home, uh, in, int- in learning more about Julian Morena, you can go to https colon forward slash forward slash www and then the, it looks like a period or a dot. Nice. Facebook.com slash a Julian Morena
0: so check it out. It's very good. He yes. has a wonderful voice, and um, I think it sets the tone wonderfully for your beautiful podcast.
1: Thank you very much. And who are you?
0: Um, <laughs> I'm a childhood friend. Um, my name is Jason Ferraro. Yes, it is. Um, That's right. I knew
1: I recognized yeah. you. You're my friend from for years. We uh, went to high school together. Yeah, we, we did. went to college together. Yep. Groomsman at my wedding. And, sure. Um, I well, was so I was going to introduce you as a uh, famous actor, but oh. you've already lifted the veil on right. that. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so, this is uh, star of stage and screen, <laughs> Jay Ferraro. Yep. Welcome. This is wonderful. Thank of you for having it. me, Chris. This is episode three of Family Chatters. I'm guys. also very famous. Oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you are?
2: Uh, Steve. Famous
1: this is Steve, famous Steve, famous we call him. Steve, famous Steve. Around these parts. Steven Okawa, uh, also uh, a, a longtime friend. Uh, nemesis. All right, so thank you both for being here uh, on Family Chatters, episode number three. We're about to discuss Family Matters, episode number one ninety-six. It's called Dumbbell of the Ball. <laughs> That's the <laughs> name. Okay. See, off the bat, it's, it's funny because uh,
0: uh, we just watched it and it was garbage. <laughs> hey, now. I hey, no, Well, oh, sorry. So Jay. Yes. <laughs>
1: You're an actor. Mm-hmm. Some might call you that. Well, some people do. Okay. Uh, let's call you that. Thank you. You're an actor. Okay. So what episode specifically of Family Matters inspired you to become an actor?
0: It was this one that we just watched. When <laughs> I saw Reginald Vell Johnson dressed up as Colonel Sanders, um, Big Daddy Urkel. Spoiler alert, by the way. Oops. We yeah, didn't even Not, many, not everyone's start. seen it. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> No, but you know, for me, Reginald uh, you know, Johnson is one of my favorites, of course, being in both Die Hard and the Ghostbusters, two of my favorite movies. Um, wonderful character actor who doesn't get enough respect for what he brought to the table in Die Hard. May I say that today on your program? No, you may not.
1: <laughs> okay, I- let, us, let us be clear. That is stricken from the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a, stricken or struck?
2: Uh, stricken, I think, is if you get like a disease. Like he was stricken with. Okay. Like move
0: to strike, move to strike. I just watched the Judge with Robert Towney Jr. Okay, and that's something that they said.
2: Right. <laughs> and who's <laughs> and who is Robert Duvall?
0: Robert Duvall. It's an ex- excellent, film.
2: Right. He's, Very nice. he's a judge, but he's like he's on trial. Yes. That's interesting. We could <laughs> talk
0: about that on the Judge
1: <laughs> podcast, which is uh, not this one.
2: Well, the, well, we have a whole podcast on the Judge, so we'll, we do.
1: Yeah, that's after this. Yep. And it, but it's actually about Judge Reinhold. Right. <laughs> uh, but we call it the judge. <laughs> the judge report. So uh, let's talk, guys, about this episode. I'm going to read a synopsis, as I always do. Ending up in the hospital, after saving Eddie from getting hit by an oncoming car, Myrtle Urkel is thrilled when Eddie promises to take her to the Biloxi <laughs> debutante ball, Biloxi, Mississippi, by the way. Hmm. Meanwhile, Laura upsets Carl when she goes out to the sizzle club in a thin, tight dress mm-hmm. after promising to change into anything
0: that was less revealing. She was looking fine.
1: Mm. You had a crush on her in this uh, episode?
0: Um no, I wouldn't say that. I just think that she looked very nice. You said fine, though.
1: Well fine. That's a
2: step f- down, yeah. Nice yeah. is nice is like you you say to your just, grandma. You, admit you say, it. You're looking nice, grandma. <laughs> what? Well it's either, well, you're not gonna say you're looking fine, grandma.
1: Okay, so uh, so this episode begins in the uh, the Winslow's kitchen, right. as many episodes of Family Matters do. And Eddie Winslow is sitting at a table. He's studying for his uh, school um, masters test, I guess. <laughs> uh, he's in college. We're supposed to believe, but he looks questionable. Well, but also he's like thirty. But uh, he's studying. Steve Urkel comes in playing with a paddle ball thing and he's annoying Eddie and Eddie's like please stop so then Urkel plays the harmonica instead and Eddie goes I'm studying you have to stop annoying me Steve leaves in comes Myrtle Urkel and there's no lock on the door at the Winslow home everybody just comes and goes as they please
0: played by Juliel White if anyone's never seen this particular episode or know the show in depth what's happening? Um, Jaleel White, mm. the actor who plays Stephen Urkel, um, he also plays Myrtle Urkel, mm. just with a dress, right, and a wig. <laughs>
1: so Myrtle comes in, and she says, "Guess what, Eddie? I'm pregnant." <laughs> that would have made for yeah. a more dramatic episode off the right. bat. Uh, but no, and I don't think you're supposed to assume that they have had intercourse before. I so. think they have.
0: Oh, you he's think they let have? Her, uh, He's played. <laughs> she's played with her his balls. Well, Absolutely. But what
2: would that like do for him?
0: He's just he just wants it done. This chick rolls up into your house, and
2: yeah, what what? Eddie, so anyways. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: So Eddie, and she goes to Eddie. She right. says, "Uh, it's." Time for the Biloxi Debutante Ball. This is my coming out as into Biloxi Society, and I would be honored if you would join me at the Biloxi Debutante Ball. And he says, fuck no, Myrtle. A, you look like a dude. Yeah. B, I don't like you. hmm And uh, C, you're annoying. I think he says all those things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she would, will not take no for an answer, and he's like, sorry, you're going to have to take no for an answer. So uh, the next time we see these two is in front of Eddie's frat house this is an exterior shot and uh eddie's coming out of his frat house and myrtle finds him there and she goes eddie please take me to the debutante ball you have to she begs him and he's like get away from me he walks into the street and coming down the street is a car a ford explorer it's coming way too fast to be in this residential neighborhood it's heading right towards eddie they go into a slow motion thing and he's like, no, and then he can't move for some reason. He's frozen, and she saves his life. Myrtle pushes him out of the way and gets struck by the four-door Ford Explorer. Mm-hmm. How did you guys feel about that?
2: I don't want to skip ahead of scene, but like, she got injured a little bit.
1: Well, yes, no, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. It's not yeah. skipping. She got injured yeah, right there. And yeah. I was just
2: thinking, like, do you think that affected like how she played with his balls? You said she played with his balls. <laughs> well, I don't think she played with his balls. She did. It. So for this those was of you, l-
0: this wasn't this episode.
1: This is my fan fiction that I write. <laughs> Jay writes fan fiction that is mostly about various 90s sitcom characters playing with each other's balls. You have that one about uh, sure.
0: Uncle Jesse sure. playing with his own balls, I think. right? Yeah. And the guy who lived in the van in Step by Step coding with his own balls. Cody, right. Right. So yeah. it's mostly about people playing with their own balls. Right, but in this case, Myrtle Urkel. <laughs> Um, I felt okay about it. I mean, um, I would check Eddie's bag for narcotics. I think he was showing up to that frat house, um, possibly selling uh, marijuana.
2: But it's his frat house, though, isn't it? He? So he's selling to his... You Eddie don't, Winslow sells you
0: weed is what I'm saying here. Oh, okay. I'm saying this on the podcast yeah, today. It. He's a drug dealer.
1: So <laughs> Myrtle gets injured. She's in the hospital now, mm-hmm. and she's not in good shape. She's unconscious, and the doctor's like, this bitch is fucked up. She's ugly. And he, he makes a joke about her physical appearance, which is not a very professional thing for a doctor to do. He, says, he actually says, sorry, your girlfriend's hideous. And Eddie's like, not my girlfriend. She's, yes, but yes, she is hideous. And he goes, she might, she might never wake up. He says, he's very blunt, this doctor. Uh, Eddie starts to feel bad, and he actually starts praying. And he prays to God, and he says, God, if Myrtle gets better, I'll take her to the stupid uh, debutante ball. And immediately she wakes up, and she's like, I'm better. So now we have to decide, guys, was she faking it? Because they don't tell you. But was she faking it? Because she woke up immediately.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You have to fake it to make it. Isn't that what they say on the shows uh, as well? You what to fake show? Uh, there was a show. Um, fake it to make it, the show. Fake it to make it, yes. right. Yes. So, I was—I
0: believe that was hosted by Guy Fieri. I think it was a hoax, um, Christopher. Okay. I think that Myrtle is dick crazy, and <laughs> she knows that Eddie Winslow isn't going anywhere with her. So she—and she's—I'm sorry. Can you s- just say that again? She's what? Dick crazy. Okay.
1: And what's the definition of
0: just a a person who is crazy for dick, wants dick oh, all the time? It's in the yeah.
2: DSM. Yeah, uh, the DSM-4. Okay, probably five. five. Right, Um, because
0: why would she show up outside of that residence, outside of that frat house? It makes no sense. Well, she follows him around. Right, but I mean, then immediately after, there's a speeding car down a residential neighborhood. So, well, guess what happens after this, guys? Don't tell
1: me. Okay, I won't. Don't tell me. Okay, so they go to the debutante ball, and Eddie reluctantly is there. And this whole time, she's like, you know what? You're the guy I want, but my dad, Big Daddy Urkel, oh, yeah. uh, who is Steve Urkel's uncle, we're supposed to assume, I guess, uh, he he wants me to have uh, a more cultured uh, boyfriend in my life, and he's not going to like Eddie Winslow. Eddie Winslow's from Chicago. He's a Yankee, he even says. Weed dealer. Uh, you are stuck on this. <laughs> but I'm convinced. There's no evidence of that in the show, that he sells He drugs. had a bag on him. He had a book bag. He had a
2: book bag. I <laughs> don't... What is a man doing in a residential neighborhood? A nice residential neighborhood right. with a with a bag. Look he was him. A, he was at his frat house, right? But we do. He never says like, "Oh, I'm coming from my frat house." He <laughs> no, just, he doesn't. So you would
1: like people he, to announce every time they are doing something why they're carrying the items? Not they everyone. Are. Okay, just D- him. Just him. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? It's not how they did it. So <laughs> we were talking about the debutante ball, guys. So Big Daddy Urkel shows up played by Reginald Bell Johnson, who also plays Carl Winslow. And he is dressed like Colonel Sanders. Uh, And he walks over to Eddie, and he offers Eddie, because he does not like him, he offers him $10,000 to leave. And Eddie says, oh, man, I would love to take $10,000 right now, but I just can't because I made a promise to God that I would take Myrtle here. And I can't go back on that.
2: He's making all that money selling that that ooey. So. Uh, so
1: maybe, yeah, you're right. So maybe because he already had enough money, it worked out for him, too. Because what happens after this, he doesn't even get $10,000. But he gets something better than that. He gets the... $11,000. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So Myrtle uh, tries to um, be introduced at the ball, and something happens. What happens is she falls down the stairs, triggering... A chain reaction of physical comedy, and I have actually listed here exactly what happened in this chain reaction because it went on for a long time. So she's like, they're like, "Hey, this is now Myrtle Urkel," and everyone's supposed to clap. And she falls down the stairs onto a guy who's just standing there. That guy falls into a waiter who's carrying a tray of past hors d'oeuvres. That waiter falls, and you think he's going to drop the tray, but he doesn't drop the tray. He actually rips off a lady's wig. And then it could have ended there, but it doesn't. The lady stands up, runs across the room, and uh, bumps into another waiter who's carrying champagne flutes. And that waiter drops the champagne flutes and then falls
2: into a statue. You think it's like a—it's uh, it's like, comedy. It's, it's comedy, but it's like also like a subtle like social thing. Like, oh, this is a very
1: uh, oh, like a takedown of the yeah, high exactly society. The high society thing. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. It's a physical gag. And what's funnier than someone falling down? Right. And I'll tell you what's in funnier. drag. Yes, that's the only thing funnier than someone falling down. It's someone falling down in drag. Who is in drag? Uh, well, Jaleel White. We already went over this. Oh right, right, right. right. And he was wearing- he's playing a woman. Oh, maybe you yeah. should slow down on the sauce. What's? You can't see here, but Steve's eating a giant plate of barbecue sauce right now.
0: Um, may I bring up that there's a woman who plays um the other uh, lady at the debutante ball who gives Myrtle Urkel a very hard time. I don't know if you're going to bring her up, but... Um, yes, Sarah Sue. Sarah Sue. She's, she's her rival. Myrtle Urkel's rival, Sarah Sue. Yes. And it's unfair. Why does she dislike Myrtle so much? There's no there's no reason for the dislike right off the bat. Does so that upset you? I didn't like what was being talked about. No. So you're kind of a
1: little bit right now taking the side of Eddie Winslow because Eddie saw that same thing and he said, you know what? Not, you know what? Stop being mean to Myrtle, yeah. guys. even though he is the meanest to her, sure, on a daily basis. Every time she comes around, he makes a joke about how ugly she is and how he hates her, right? But he stands up for her when Sarah
0: Sue goes after her and says that she's icky. She says, she says You are right. icky, icky, and everyone agrees. And I mean, look, there's an ick factor, of course,
2: obviously, obviously. she's disgusting.
1: Um, so, uh, so. Eddie stands up for Myrtle, and everyone, and it's all, it's all fine. And they have a dance. He says, will you dance with me? And everyone's happy. Uh, the other thing that happens in this episode, which we haven't mentioned yet, is that Laura Winslow goes out to the Sizzle Club yet again, which is what she does every goddamn episode. The last three episodes, yeah. all she has done is gone to the Sizzle Club with her
0: friend Maxine. And she's looking for Dick, but she's not Dick crazy like Myrtle. Okay.
2: I thought she was, is she with Steve at this point?
0: No, she's with uh she's dating Stefan, although
1: they haven't really mentioned that really. because uh, she's going to the club a lot Damn. Stefan's not there.
2: Right. Jaleel White really earned that paycheck, man. Yeah, yeah, he,
0: did. yeah, yeah. he played everybody. Yeah. So he I think was he,
2: like Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry was Tyler Perry. That's a pretty yeah. good analogy. And then he was also Eddie Murphy after Eddie Murphy was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Correct. Right. So he played
1: he played Steve Urkel, he played Stefan Raquel, he played Myrtle, he played Harriet, he played Carl. Mm-hmm. So Laura is going to the Sizzle Club, yeah, and she's wearing a dress that is, according to Carl, way too revealing. What it actually looks like is, uh, it's got tiger stripes on it. Yeah. Mm. It's not that bad. It's no. like it comes down almost to her knees, I think. So it's not like it's not too it's scandalous, not even for the '90s. But she didn't even have cleavage in it. It's no. just no. a straight-up dress. And he's like, "You're not going to the Sizzle Club wearing that, lady. Get upstairs and change." She goes, "Okay, Dad." goes upstairs, comes back down with a very long dress, and is like, now I'm leaving in my long dress. Leaves out, right outside, takes the long dress off. She's got the short dress on under it. The audience is like,
2: ooh,
1: like this. Oh, nope. That's not what they sound yeah, like. wasn't no, 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 it? Uh, and then uh, they, she goes to the Sizzle Club. They're going to see Tony Braxton <laughs> at mm-hmm. the Sizzle Club, and there's a, f- a really funny joke that Carl says. He goes, Tony Braxton, he is the bomb. Mm. Which is a very 1997 joke. Right. Yeah. I don't know if that joke would work now.
2: People were saying the bomb, right? The bomb.
1: I think they were saying the bomb. That's why he said it. He was trying to be
0: cool. But look, Carl Winslow is a saint because his neighbor keeps rolling up to his house, eating his cheese, trying to fuck his daughter, and he's a cop? Come
2: on. Good he point. Put, he, he breaks his garage at some point. He
0: would put him in the ground. He would hide yeah. narcotics in that dude's locker. That's true. Right. We haven't talked
2: about Ferguson. The easy,
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, it's a good point. You know what? <laughs> We're not going to. Okay. What he, uh,
1: what he could easily have done, is locked the door, mm. any the which, door we could have been before. locked, <laughs> and, and then that stops really anything that happens in any episode from but happening, Didn't, didn't right?
2: Steve <laughs> build like a transportation device so he could? He, he could have transport- just transported in. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, and so I locks, guess that wouldn't work. worked. Locks are futile.
1: Locks are futile against Steve Urkel and Stefan Urkel and Myrtle
2: Urkel. This is just general advice, period. Locks are futile. You shouldn't lock your door. No one should lock their door, you're saying. <laughs> no, you should never lock your door.
1: Uh, so Laura goes to the club. She uh, has a great time at the Tony Braxton concert. Right. The next day, Carl and Laura are sitting on the couch watching Extra. That's like nice. Like all fathers and daughters do. Very nice. Yep. Very and nice. uh, and Extra is doing a feature on the Sizzle Club, obviously because it's the most popular club of all time. And uh, they say, hey, let's catch up with the Tony Braxton concert at the Sizzle Club. And they cut to, and again, this is definitely something that would happen on a show like this. They cut to the audience dancing at the Tony Braxton concert instead of showing Tony Braxton. And they show directly the cameras at Laura, showing her dancing in that dress. She doesn't notice that the cameras from Extra are there filming her. And she's dancing and Carl goes, wait a minute, that's you dancing in that dress I told you not to dance in. And she's like... You got yes, you got me. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. He stands up and he's like, he shakes his head, and she goes, "Aren't you gonna yell at me?" And he goes, "No, Laura, I'm not gonna yell at you. I'm too disappointed." Mm. Damn. How was that Damn. reading that I just did, by the way? That was very that was good. nice. Was that a good reading? That was Did no, you, nice. you do it like
2: a, like in a funny way though? Like,
1: uh, no, Laura, I'm disappointed.
0: <laughs> do it like a guy from Staten Island. Uh, so, Laura, I'm not gonna yell at you. I'm just disappointed in you. As a Family Matters historian, yes. Carl Winslow as a father, mm-hmm. the patriarch of this family, um, in this one instance here, episode 197, the final season, is he nitpicking here or do you think that he has a point? I mean, this is his daughter going out to a club. You know, guys are going to be, you know, Googling and goggling her. Yeah. Him. They're going right. to be Googling her at the club. <laughs> right, just to find Goggling. Out who, yeah. And goggling. Yes. yes.
1: <laughs> they're going to Google her name and then they're going to put yeah. goggles on. Right. Uh, that's what happens at the club. But no, so I think, you, uh, yeah, you have a point. I think that he is a little bit nitpicky here. That dress is not that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also she's 20 years old, so she should be able to leave the house, uh, wearing whatever she wants. But yeah. then there's no story in the episode.
0: So she's got a vibrator upstairs, yet she can't leave the house. Is, is that? Yeah. Uh, how do you know that? <laughs>
2: what he has? Fa- there's, there's there's I read it. It was really good. It was just fan yeah. fiction.
0: Oh yeah, your, so you're confusing,
1: I think, a little bit here your fan fiction um, with the actual storyline of
0: Family. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Did I do that?
1: <laughs> see what I, I
0: wait. Did there? I don't get that reference. You see what I did there? You see what I did? There? What, I did what there? is that from? Um, I believe that's an episode of Step by Step. Step by Step. Who yeah. says that in Step by Step? Um, Cody. He <laughs> says, did I do Cody,
1: that? the guy the in the van. He's always <laughs> playing with his own balls.
2: Wait, wait. Urkel was on Step by Step. He lands his uh, <laughs> yeah. There's jet. a crossover. Yeah, he lands sure. his fucking jetpack in their picnic table, and he's like, oh, did I do that? And they were just like, (laughs) call the cops. (laughs) This fucking asshole just fucking ruined our potatoes out. Jerk off. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So Laura apologizes eventually. She comes, uh, a couple days later, she comes in. Carl's is sitting by himself drinking coffee, still disappointed. So she goes, I can't take uh, you being disappointed with me, Dad. And he's like, "Uh, well, I just wish that you hadn't done that. And she goes well. Next time I won't. And I don't believe her at all because last episode she stole earrings <laughs> and then said she wouldn't do that. And then this episode she's lying to her dad. She's just a liar. Is what happened. Wow. Well,
2: the kids are. Ra- I mean, the parents are raising a bunch of criminals. She's a liar. He's, He's a drug dealer. Yeah. Right. No. No. No one. No, no, no one's seen Richie
1: for five years. <laughs> yeah. Richie just dis- up and disappeared. He one up and day. disappeared. So he was the young child who uh, used to be on the show and then is now not yeah. on the show. And that's the episode, <laughs> guys. We. Got there finally. Hey, Steve! I think the door—someone's uh, knocking on the door. Would you mind? Uh, would you mind grabbing that? Who and is then, that? I don't know. Let's find out. And Steve, while you're there, can you just leave? <laughs> uh, oh wait. Oh, hello, sir. Please come in.
2: Greetings, Mr. Mac- McCarthy.
1: Yes, that's who, me. Who is this gentleman So now, here? wait a second. I know you. I remember you. You are—you were on episode number one of Family Chatters. This is Benjamin Khanna. Otherwise known as Benny Hanna, what are you doing here, sir? I was
2: in the neighborhood and I was just uh, rolling by, and I thought I saw your house. And I how did you? How
1: do you know my house? First of all, you were in the neighborhood. You don't. You don't know where I live.
2: No, but there are people. There's the Freedom of Information Act, and uh, I'm an American citizen, and I could, you know. Yeah. Invest.
1: So for the if you if you did not tune in to episode number one. Uh, Benjamin Hanna here, otherwise known as Benny Hanna, uh, is the writer of all episodes of Family Matters despite what it says uh, on imdb mm-hmm. so it, it's going to tell you that someone else wrote it they didn't He wrote it as a
2: uh, under a pen name and uh, and now th- this is all you're doing. But you know the thing is, I'm not here. I yeah, I came as a friend, obviously. But uh, I'm just here to. uh, I did the as you said, I did the first episode, and I'm just looking for a little recompense for it, a little something to wet my beak, and I'm just hoping. I can't
1: believe that you you happen to do this as we're recording another episode of Family Chatters. This is pretty good timing. Uh, But also, I we never agreed. Just for everyone to know, we never agreed on any money. I was never going to pay you. Are you
2: a gentleman, Christopher?
1: (laughs) I I guess that depends on your definition of a gentleman. Well,
2: a gentleman is a man who sees another man. He goes, ooh... I'd like to shake that man's hand and <laughs> make make a deal with him. So, yeah. So we made it, which deal. we never did. No, <laughs> that never but, happened. But in the digital age, you know, you can send an email. You can send mail now without uh, going to the post office. It's called an email. So we had a neat handshake, and and, and we, we
1: also never emailed. No, but we it, only it, spoke on the telephone, and we only spoke on this podcast, and there was no record of ever agreeing on any sort of monetary compensation.
2: Right, but you'll have to talk to my lawyers about that and <laughs> I don't want that to be a thing and so you know, I I'm, I'm thinking my usual rates, 250, 300, 500, 600 500, $600 well, $700, Six, seven, 800 You know, Benny
0: makes a good point. I mean, if we're going to start, you know, dishing yeah. out financial um, right, so this is what I was afraid of. I think now everyone, now you're going to want to be paid. Well, I I'm mean... Gonna have to pay. You're
2: not getting paid, uh, Mr. Jason? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Who are you? How do you, how do you know his name? Uh, he is wearing a name badge. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I to forgot. Put that on.
0: I mean, the show's getting more popular now. I mean, it has its own personal... Um, Theme song written by a buddy of yours, yeah, JulianMorena.com. Oh,
2: who's this? Did he get paid? Did you pay him the money? Uh, Julian is not getting paid. Oh no, okay. no one is. So this is a, all. This is. I a, don't all do pro bono work, though, Christopher. I do. Yeah. I do work for the monies, and you, you pay me them. So I got paid by the word. So I would always have characters saying very, very short. <laughs> you got words. paid. On Family Matters, by the word? Mm-hmm.
0: Can, may, may I ask him a question? Yeah, uh, Oh, please, as, Jay. Um, uh, Benny, as an actor, I, I'm thinking of the episode, I'm thinking of the series, and you know how Steve Urkel, Jaleel White, I should say, the actor, plays multiple characters. And the episode we just saw, Reginald Vell Johnson, a wonderful character actor, plays multiple characters. And when you're putting a script together, and you're thinking of the story arc, and you're thinking of a particular season, are you thinking about what... That would entail for that particular actor. Are you thinking of that actor's range and what they could possibly do, or do you just say I'm going to write it the way it's written and see what comes out? I'm sorry, Jay. Could you make that question a little longer? <laughs> sorry.
2: Well, to now it's a good question from the what, Jason. That's it. I, here's the thing, Jason. When you're a writer and you're getting paid by the words, you got to think, oh, what's the shortest words I can think of? And then you go, oh, I'm going to put them in the script. And so that's what I did. I put the words in the script and I made the money. So I get paid $300 a word. So, 300 a word? Oh, 300 a word. You seem like that's a lot of money. <laughs> sure. Yes, that is a that lot of in, money. Does that impress you or... Uh, a little bit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I I got paid four hundred a word too. The season's five. As well,
0: oh.
1: you got paid 300 and $400? so you got paid seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred dollars a, $700 word. a okay. word. Yeah.
2: Wow. That's I you. I would think you would have just. I got said paid a thousand dollars a word for words with no consonants. Either.
0: So you what? also didn't answer my question at all. No, no not at all. Well, zero so it, percent when, of that question you, got answered.
2: At a certain point, Miss Jason. Yeah. Okay, Jason. <laughs> Read
0: the name tag.
2: Right, the name tag. Well, you know it's uh, it's poorly stitched. So, the, the name tag... <laughs> you stitched your name tag you your shirt, which is, is very shirt. strange. Yeah. You ruined this shirt. It's this is weird. Armani.
0: <laughs>
2: Has your name on it? <laughs> right.
0: No, I mean, that was the stipulation coming over here that the guests had to have proper... Uh, coming
2: over... What country? Are you came from another country? Did you <laughs> get off the boat? You're off... To, oh, yeah. welcome to America. Yeah, my name's on Ellis Island. Welcome to America. Yeah. Well, to answer your question, um, I didn't really care... The first two seasons, but after that, I I was like, oh, I have these characters here and I can just sort of do whatever I want with them. And I made them say things. I was like, I was like a ventriloquist in my own right. So, and, but I didn't, (laughs) the funny thing is I didn't get to put them on my knee, but the characters, that is. I asked Richie once and he (laughs) said the no, but. um, But if
0: I may be so bold as to say, there's a term in. Uh, television. You speak English very well. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Good. Well, we never um,
1: figured out where, where. did you come from? What country?
0: Um,
2: America. Or? America. Yes. Oh, wow.
0: that's. Um, but you crossed into Ellis Island. Ellis Island through America. I took a boat out and then I came and back then
1: in. Just, oh, you just took a tour of the harbor. I took a tour and of the came harbor. Came back to Ellis oh, yeah. Island where you started. That's, that's right. That's right. a little
0: different. But you right. okay? So keep going. Um, there's a there's an expression called jumping the shark, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um and some may say i've read this in various um publications that family matters jumped the shark during the first episode during the first scene and i just would like your take on that
2: and 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 your hypothesis is that uh we jumped the shark and but the thing about there's no there's there's no aquatic life in in the show in the so teaching. you
1: wrote uh you wrote this episode clearly then we had a few questions, um, and Steve had a couple of questions, but obviously he had to leave.
2: Questions but no money. That's very interesting that you have tons of questions, but there is no fee for these questions. It's just interesting. That's all. I'm not trying to say that, you know, it has to, I, I don't, I also have a fee for questions too, but.
1: You have a separate question fee?
2: A question fee, right. A Q&A fee. If, okay. If it, and if I give a really good answer. What does that
1: run me, just so I know?
2: Oh, Like. Remember when I said it was about four to seven hundred dollars for yes. the words? This is less. It's about four to six hundred dollars for the the questions. And if I give a good answer, well, then that okay. might not be worth it. No, no, it's <laughs> not know, worth I, it unless mind. you want the answers that are very you know.
1: I don't think I want them that much, so
2: never mind. No questions for you. Well, you know, ask them anyways because you know I, I have grandchildren that like to listen to the radio shows and
1: uh, I don't actually I don't even really remember what our questions were. Oh,
2: did did Eddie deal drugs? Uh, the Eddie Winslow. Yeah. Well, there is a well. Who who well who's saying this? That he dealt. With drugs? I think that was Jay's I, idea. I, I said it. And what made you? What confirms your suspicions? Because this is like an Easter egg. You know. You know. You, you. Oh, so oh. you're so you mm. were right. Oh. It was
1: an Easter egg in yep. the show.
2: No, he sells Easter eggs. Oh, he sells. E- but oh, they are filled that's... with. They are filled with the marijuana. Um, he is in the. You know, he's in the narcotics ring, and he's he's very high profile too. He's the most notorious drug lord in the Chicago, you know I don't area. I not didn't get
1: that impression. <laughs> you, <but> no, I <laughs> didn't it's do. Called, no. no,
2: it's called subtext <laughs> and you write the thing about writing is you have the to write most, a little
1: the most notorious <laughs> drug. So we went from not knowing whether or not he yeah. maybe sold drugs to right. he's the actually the most notorious drug
0: lord in all of Chicago. And his father's a cop so there's that tension.
2: Right, well have you seen the movie We Own the Night with the Robert Duvall in the You in should the,
0: see the judge. It's very good.
2: Oh, uh,
1: well... Are you going to th- stick around for the Judge Podcast after this? <laughs> yeah. What do we have?
2: Uh, well, I have... a Well, how, well, how much? We'll pay money? you whatever you want. I Well, for Judge Podcast, I only charge $10. The $10 and Don't
1: do that it. That seems fair. Don't do it. No? Don't okay, do never
0: mind. Sorry. Well, is Myrtle Urkel dick crazy? I perceive her to be dick crazy. What do you
2: mean? What? Well, well explain. You're going to have to define...
0: He wasn't here before, <laughs> so you're going to have to define... Well, I mean, I feel like it's self-explanatory. This is somebody who wants dick. Like, they wake up... They want dick,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? They go down to the kitchen. Oh, I know They this. make breakfast. They want dick. Mm-hmm. They go outside. They start the car up. They got to go to work. While they're in the car, before they leave the driveway, they want dick. They get to work. They want dick. Is it making sense now to you? What What else do they do?
2: Yeah. What? El- yeah. I'm <laughs> not.
0: I'm not quite catching on. Well, sometimes they have sex, but it's oh. just,
2: What do they want. Then though, they get. They get the dick, and then what happens? You know
0: what? They don't even like it. <laughs> it's it's oh it's beyond that, sounds, that point. Wow. That sounds uh, that's yeah. too bad. There's there's a lot of sexual tension in this episode because Chris, you and I were talking about this uh, after the screening. How and we all made inappropriate comments while it was happening. When Carl is having that conversation with his daughter, she says something, and I don't remember exactly what she said. But there was a lot of sexual tension in that conversation. Says, well, he
1: says that he's going to. Bend a little on the rules, but he won't break. Right, and then she says, "I'll do a little bending myself," mm. which to me, do you, you like that um, line? I, I wrote it. For, <laughs> I know you. Wrote I didn't it. write
2: it for you, but I wrote it for someone who like you.
1: Oh, I, you you wrote that line for a specific oh, person, okay. but it was, was it a sexual reference? Uh, I hope not.
2: It, well, it was not to her, not to the Carl, but to the to the audience. The audience says that oh, bending this lady, Kelly Shania Williams. Oh, I like the. Something. 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 Right. That's wow. her name. That's her name. That's her name. I. Yeah. I. I, I, uh, yeah, I never d- met her, but she's just nice. No, you didn't. No. She's Did you lovely. meet any of the cast? I. Let, I met the Richie. Well, you met Richie. Met we Richie. know.
1: <laughs> oh, so that's the only. That's Richie's. The only person you met from the
0: set of <laughs> Family Matters. <laughs> Wait, who's Richie? For real. Richie is uh, Richie is the is little that? kid from the
1: early season.
2: Rachel's. Seasons.
1: Rachel's uh, yeah, Rachel, who is Harriet's sister. Who lives with them with her son? That's the bastard son. The bastard, yes.
2: And the the father—the father—is the. Hanging with Mr.
1: Cooper? No, (laughs) you need to brush up,
2: sir, on your family um, matters. You seem a very like you know your Mark Curry. Mark Curry's had a very. I I met Mark Curry at a (laughs) a dinner party, and he's very funny. He's he tells jokes all the time. He's just like, hold on a second, guys. Tell us (laughs) his best joke.
0: Tell us the best Mark Curry
2: joke. Why did? No, I, I don't have anything for him, but he he, he tells it better than I would. But it, it, just and, say it. let hear it. <laughs> the Mark Curry joke? You're yeah. putting me on the spot. A PG-13 one. Oh, well, then <laughs> I'll have to go digging for a PG-13, all of his jokes. He, tells, he tells a lot of dirty he jokes. He tells a lot of R-rated jokes, Very and it's not appropriate for the, the – this is the radio show – no. Oh my! Gra- well, here's the thing: my grandchildren will be listening. I don't. Oh, wanna, right. I don't, don't want to give it. them a. When
1: we stop recording, you have to tell us one of these <laughs> insanely dirty Mark Curry jokes. Oh, I will tell
2: it. It ends with an abortion, and <laughs> it's just awful. It's terrible. And you he tells the he the pays for line. all of them. He <laughs> pays. He pays for ladies' abortions. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the joke? <laughs> no, it might have been a real thing he said, <laughs> a real-life situation. <laughs> I think he was just telling a story about this one time he went to the Planned Parenthood, and he, he laid down two, three on your bones for an abortion to get rid sure. of it. Right. So, it wasn't a... It's <laughs> so okay. So it you, uh, at first,
1: the, you interpreted this as a hilarious joke, <laughs> so much so that you brought it up. You said, I know Mark Curry tells the funniest jokes, but then the more you thought about it. It's actually a true story. Well, I was
2: the only one left at at the dinner party, and then he he everyone was like a little bit somber, and I was like,
1: There's "Nothing to be somber about, folks." How did the table and Mark Curry react to your uproarious laughter at his abortion story? It's
2: offended, they were horridly offended uh, that I wouldn't be sensitive to a situation as losing a child. Um, <laughs> so
1: it sounds sad more than anything. Does that answer your question, Jay? I don't even remember <laughs> what we were talking about. I don't about. either. Well, I want to thank uh, my guests for being here. Jay Ferraro, it was a pleasure to have you on. Thank Finally, you. episode number 3 You've been waiting for the first two for you to show up, and you yeah. just didn't. <laughs> no, so, uh, i didn't But now he's here. So no. thanks for being here. And then Steve Okawa obviously was here, and now he must have left. Oh, I told him to leave. That's right. He did. Um, but Benny, this was an uh, unpleasant surprise that you showed up. Uh, but I guess, you know... Thanks for being here, anyway.
2: Well, you know, the, I, I just wanted to drop by. And I had a, a mixing business with pleasure, as they say, in the industry. Jason confirm this.
0: Yeah, that's what we say. Yeah, they <laughs> say the
2: mixing with the business and pleasure. So this is a little... It was more pleasure than business. I didn't get the money, but...
1: That's correct. You did not, and you will not. Either of you will not be getting paid.
2: So uh, thanks again
1: for being here, guys. That's the end of Family Chatters, episode number three. And uh, next time, we're going to talk about the next episode of Family Matters, uh, season nine, episode number four, it will be. and uh, It's
0: really good, and it's really funny.
1: Oh, I forgot. I need a catchphrase. Every episode, I, I leave on a catchphrase, so, uh, and it's different every time. And I ask my guests to supply me with that catchphrase. So very quickly, uh, I'm going to look to you, Jay, instead of Betty, to give me the catchphrase. Myrtle Urkel
0: is dick-crazy.
1: Myrtle Urkel is Dick Crazy.
0: Okay, bye.